For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Show with UCF Knights head coach Johnny, Johnny Dawkins here with me. Uh, they had a big win the other oh. night against Bethune Cookman. Coach, how you doing, man? Good to talk to you again. I'm doing fine. I appreciate you having me on. Yes, sir. Coach, I tell you what, man, uh, you guys are 5 or 2 on the year right now. Um, a big road win in Miami, uh, building up for their AAC play. So tell me how you feel about your team so far. Seven games in, what you all looking to improve on going forward? Well, you know, we like our group. We had a good group. They're working hard. Uh, still, you know, building our chemistry and continuity like most teams are this time of year. As you know, it's early, so there's a lot of room for everybody to improve. And that's how we're approaching it. But our guys, they, they, they're really together group. They're working hard, and it's our job to keep moving them in the right direction. I hear that, Coach. I know you was a little upset that you guys uh, was kind of sloppy against Bethune Cookman. So tell me about what you were using the next few days for to get to get those guys back in tune for y'all play Will Jones A and T on Saturday because I know you want you guys to be to play clean and play the right way and you know play together and make the right decisions on the court offensively and defensively as well. No, absolutely. We want to make sure we you know, that we're basically we want to execute on both ends, like you just said. And we, you know, as coaches, we're looking for perfection. We know it's, it's, it's impossible to achieve in our sport. We're going to make mistakes, but we want to try to minimize them. And so you're constantly trying to, to work with your young men to, to be out there on the court and try to just be as disciplined as possible and, and uh, playing, playing well, you know, which means taking care of the basketball, making good decisions with it, you know, taking good shots. And, and on the defensive end, being stingy, making sure that you're making it hard for the other team to score. Most definitely, Coach. And I'll tell you what, man, uh, you all, you all do a good job of that because you all are a good team, a great team, because I know Bruce Pearl, when I had him on my show last week, said he was really worried about playing you all because how good your team is or how scary you all were. And playing against Auburn, playing against a Miami that is AACC, talk about the high, playing at a high-level competition helps your guys for the AAC play coming up here real soon. You know, playing the type of schedule we play in the preseason, which is always challenging. You know, we try to, you know, play an ambitious schedule every preseason because it's the only way you can pair us for our conference. You know, we know when conference play kicks in, like across the country, a lot of conferences, it's going to be from top to bottom, very competitive. And if you haven't prepared yourself by facing good competitive teams in the preseason, you're just going to get knocked back when, when the season starts up in conference play. Most definitely, Coach. Let me ask you this, man. Um, having your guys on campus this past spring and summer. How important was it? Because I feel like a lot of guys have told me this past year, Coach, that uh, 
they took for granted how good spring and summer was to them for its development and getting guys to be on one accord. So for you, how was it happy for you and your staff to have your guys on campus in Orlando and prepare for this year together once more? Well, it was hugely important for us. You know, I think our guys all realized that after last year with COVID and not having your guys around for the spring, for the summer, for even part of early fall, it felt like because of the uh, quarantining and all the protocols that go along with that. So it made it very difficult and disjointed. So, you know, a lot of my freshmen, for instance, that are sophomores this year, this was their first summer they had. And that, that's really unfair to them. That's to be your first summer and understanding all the work that you didn't get a chance to put in the year before. I think they realized that and they really were appreciative about everything that was going on this past summer and this past fall because they didn't have it. They didn't realize how far they were behind and the things they could have learned earlier if they just had that time with us you know, on campus. Yeah, Coach, and I feel like this, man, I, I know when I played ball from 05 to 08, if I was at home here in Atlanta, it was how I was when I was in Nashville or Tennessee State. I wasn't the same guy. So uh, I know having a, the guys that could push you in the weight room and individual drills and when you're just conditioned on, on the track, man, uh, having the camaraderie of your guys, man, will push you for. I know I did it for me when I played ball. Definitely, you know, and nothing, nothing like coaches and the staff, you know, pushing you. It's hard to push yourself to a level someone else can. And so we all need people to help us get better. And that, that's what we're here to do. We're here to mentor them on and off the court, helping them grow, these young men. And, uh, and I think they realize that. They're very appreciative of it. You know, our guys, they, they show gratitude all the time. They, they're thankful to have us in their lives, not just in basketball, but also, you know, outside of the sport because they realize this is a full, you know, body development. It's not a... You know, it's a lifestyle for us. We're not just teaching you how to dribble and shoot. We're teaching you how to become, you know, unbelievable citizens, successful, you know, when you leave college and going on to whatever you choose to do after basketball. And, Coach, I didn't get to chat with you last year during the COVID year, man, but uh, with all that was going on around our country with the George Floyd thing, social social justice pushes and uh, elections, and you've been a black man in that position with a lot of young black players on your roster, man. Uh, how important was you to be, be more of their more of their father figure last year through all that tough time we had in 2020 dealing with this virus? We don't know what's what, what it can do to us. We know more about Biden now, but being that man, the point man for those young men and their parents who trusted you with your children, uh, how was that for you last year, man, with all what's going on around us? as a country and globally as well well it's a huge responsibility as you know to try to help these young men in our sport that that are you know african-american players to to continue to see good role models people that are there and, and they want to bounce things off of you with regards to what's going on with like george floyd for instance or anything like that you there you know you have an ear and you can kind of talk you through situations we can you know talk from experiences that we've had you know during our times and so it's just i think it was hugely important for these young men uh, just to give them a sense of comfort that they have someone they can they can pick up the phone and call or in a team meeting they can have you know open discussions and we can kind of talk things out. So no, it was definitely important. I think our guys, you know, all grew from the experience of uh, what we've gone through this last you know few years, of course, with COVID and George Floyd and, and things of that nature. So it's it's been uh you know like I said for us, we always use these things as an opportunity to get better, you know, as 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 a team and get better individually. And that's how we've approached it, trying to just help each other grow. 
no doubt, Coach, you know what's funny about this? I tell people this myself as a, you know, I'm a radio host, but I have seven interns who I look after. So I feel like it made me a better leader last year. I had to be more of a listener than I, more more than a director to be a listener to my, my interns and hear, hear them out because, you know, I was in charge of them, you know. So I had to get, navigate them through COVID as well and what's going on in the world because I'm older than you. I'm in my 30s, they're in their 20s and, eight, and teens. So for, for me, yeah. being a leader, man, Coach, I feel like it made me a better leader. COVID did last year, maybe a better leader. And, and I focus more on the mental health aspect of my interns. And for you, uh, having young men, different backgrounds, uh, mental health and, and playing basketball, a uh, tough sport, condition always always there. So tell me about the mental health aspect for your team as well last year, Coach, and this year as well. Make sure those guys have an outlet to talk to you, whether it be swear something going on. Because so so young men don't even want to tell their coach, hey, I'm having a bad day, Coach. I might be a little, a little down. So have you open up the door for them to be open up about their mental health towards you and your staff? Well, what we try to do is we try to make sure they understand that if they have any kind of issues like that, we have resources on our campus that are more than willing to aid in any situation you may have. And so we make sure they have access to numbers and access to anyone. Of course, our door is always open. But sometimes they may want to talk to a different voice and something about something else. And, and so we make sure they know that. We're always putting that in front of them so that they have that information and therefore, they can utilize it. And we're always there. They know that. We've already told them that and they've seen how we are as people. So they know that our doors are always open. And, and if we see something going on, then, of course, we'll we'll ask them and try to make sure they're doing okay. And, and so, no, it's a great – we have a great system in place. You know, we have all the resources for these, for these young men to be successful and to be healthy, like you said, you know, with regards to mental health. And, Coach, I love your roster. Man, you have a, a veteran roster. Uh, you know, being in college basketball, as you know, being in college basketball coach, the older you are is the is what you want to be. And you have some great older guys on your roster, man. Tell me about those young men, how they're leading your young freshmen and sophomores who got a COVID year, extra year to be around a program, some of your older guys did as well. Talk about that having that veteran roster, they do so much teaching, but more so just, hey, scheming and coaching up and make sure your culture is set for guys coming in that you've signed here in this early signing period and going forward. Well, you know, you know, we do have some experienced guys. You know, we were fortunate. We returned most of our roster from last year. I think probably there's no team in the country probably returned any more players than we did. And so that was exciting. And then these guys worked hard this offseason, and uh, we've gotten off to a good start. Uh, we have guys like uh, Darius Perry, you know, who was, you know, a senior for us, a fifth-year senior who has, has played point for us, uh, you know, really, you know, continue to improve. He's got, you know, his game has gotten better. He's He's making the guys on our team better. He's playing at a high level. And so, and he's doing a great job of leading. He's one of our captains. We have Brandon Mahan, who was a terrific player for us last year as well. Similar situation, fifth year senior. Uh, brings a lot of experience back as well. Uh, just a, you know, three level scorer, you know, really good teammate, makes guys better as well. We, we had a good transfer in Bakke from out of UNLV, the fifth year man as well. So, there's some experienced guys, you know, uh, that, that are in our roster that are in the starting lineup. And those guys all, you know, have been, you know, really good assets to our program because not only have they been, you know, talented players, but they've been, you know, unbelievable teammates. And, and then helping the young guys get better because every day they're pushing them in practice and competing against them. But they're also teaching them and walking them through what, what we want in our, in our program and our culture and what our standards are at UCF. Most definitely, Coach, and also getting that UCF degree is very important. You know, that degree UCF means something down there, man. Uh, just one of the biggest schools in Florida, as you, you and I both know, and I feel like, you know, having that UCF Central Florida degree, man, means something because a lot of these guys, after they play professionally overseas, it's something to fall back on, a great degree from a great university. 
No, absolutely. You know, we preach that all the time, as you can imagine. We're, I'm very big on education because I, I understand that ball is going to, you know, stop bouncing for all of us at some point in time. It stopped bouncing for me, and I had a long career. So you're going to have to be able to transition into something else in life. And the only way you can do that is to prepare yourself while you're in college. You have a great opportunity to, to learn a lot from some unbelievable professors. You have a great opportunity to network with a lot of people in the community. And so, therefore, when your time is over and it's time to transition out of the sport, you know, you kind of have some resources already there and you have some equity built up because of what you've done, you know, in the community, not just like just scoring baskets or playing defense, but just being in the community. We try to serve our community by doing different things. Uh, so our, our young men are out there and they're being seen. And I think that all kind of helps when you transition into whatever you choose to do, that there's a feeling of the community wanting to kind of rally around you and support you and kind of help move you to, into the next direction. And coach, a big game on Saturday against Will Jones and A and T coach. I'll tell you a quick story about Will Jones. I was a Tennessee State coach. He was a GA for Coach Alexander when I was at Tennessee State back in the day. So it's funny seeing him as a head coach. And when I saw him as a GA when I was a freshman there, man. So it's crazy seeing Will as a head coach. Tell me about that match with Will Jones, his team out of the Big South, there, man. Well, I mean, he's done a terrific job. You know, his team is very competitive. Uh, he's recruited a lot of talented players. So. You know, they, I, I really like what he's doing. You know, I think he does a great job. We're still studying him now because we don't play until Saturday. But, you know, as a, the more I've watched, you know, the more I've been impressed with him and, and you know, his way of style of coaching. And you know, I've been impressed with his personnel. So I'm, I'm still learning, as I said before. Uh, we still have several more days before we play them. But what I've seen, I, I, I really like. And I, I think they're, they're in for a really good season. And, Coach, tell me about the state of Florida. I mean, there's so many – Great D1 schools in Florida, man. Uh, I'll tell you what, from every conference level, I mean, all over the state, man. So tell me about just how you all coach together in Florida, man, the camaraderie you guys have together as one collective down in Florida, man, all the schools you have, all the great coaches you have, all the contacts you all have in that state, man, because all the players are there, there as well, man. Tell me if it's about your state of Florida, man, your schools and the guys you all down who coaching together, man, that's fraternity, man. Oh, no, you have some terrific coaches, you know, throughout our state, of course. It's a good, it's a good size state. You have terrific coaches. You have some terrific talent. And uh, I think they do a good job, you know, from the grassroots up, just bringing our young people along, helping to develop them, helping to develop their talent. And it starts early. It starts in elementary school. And, and I think these young men have, uh, you know, really good support systems here, you know, whether it's through the grassroots programs, AAU programs, all the way up to, you know, their high schools that they're getting, you know, taught well, they're learning the game the right way. And then, of course, then your talent can just shine when, when you've got your fundamentals down. So, uh, yeah, we've been very fortunate, and it's a great connection. They do a number of things like uh, coaching seminars and bringing coaches together in, in different communities to kind of share knowledge and information. And, and that's what it's about. You know, it's about giving back to these young people. It's about giving back to the game. And I think here you have a lot of you have a lot of coaches who are open to that, which has been, uh, you know, it's, it feels good to be a part of that type of community. Coach Dawkins, thank you for your time today. Coach Dawkins, look forward to seeing you down the road real soon, man. Let's look to you this rest of the season. Stay healthy and be safe, man. I appreciate it, man. You take care, all right? We'll do, Coach. Thank you, Coach. Be safe, hey. buddy. And Merry, Merry Christmas. Take care. All right. Welcome to another round of Boardroom or Miroboard. 
Today we talk retrospectives with Agile coach Maria. Let's go. First question. You've spent two hours in a team retro, but the only input you've heard is Dave's. Boardroom or mirror board? Boardroom. In Miro, Dave can't hog the space because everyone can add thoughts anonymously, online, at the same time. Correct. Next. You need the team to act on feedback fast, so you turn all those retro notes into JIRA tasks instantly. Miro all the way. And I can assign those tasks to teammates. You're nailing this. Now, you see hundreds of sticky notes from the retro. A real mess. But you organize them into five themes in just seconds. Miro, I basically get back an entire hour when I use its AI tools for clustering. And she's done it. Join over 60 million people running actually enjoyable and actionable retros in Miro. Get your first three boards free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.